Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the week 11 edition of the Believe in Steelers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by two time Super Bowl champion and 12 year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ike Taylor. What's up, MB? Ike, this is one of those shows where you're going to throw out the rundown. Off the script. Throw the script out the window. And we're going to go right to the brawl between Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett. Your big takeaway from last night's brawl. My takeaway, Mason, you got to understand. Because Mason did start the fight. Let's, let's, get, let's clear the L on that. So at the same time, Mark, Mason got to understand when you go into a fight, you got to be all the way in with it. You got to be all the way in with it, meaning you got to understand the consequences and you got to understand who and what you're dealing with. So if you just look at the beginning when Mason was on the ground with, with Garrett, with Miles, he was trying to take his helmet off and he couldn't. Now Miles get into it, he gets to his head, I got to go into defense mode because this dude trying to hurt me. That's how you got to look at it from Miles' standpoint. I got to go into a defense mode because this dude is trying to hurt me. If he's trying to take my helmet off, what he's trying to do? Couldn't take Miles Garrett's helmet off. And I'm talking about Mason. So now, since I'm in defense mode, what you think Miles thinking? Boy, when I rip your helmet off, this is what I'm about to do to you. Ripped his helmet off. Lucky the Castro came through. The Castro came through, tried to calm Miles down, and Miles still could have went off. Miles could have swung on the Castro. Like we we keep looking at Miles, but it's I'm just going through my mind like Miles could have swung on the Castro from touching me. Like if I'm fighting, don't touch me. Because then somebody can get one off on me. But he didn't. But then Mason come running back up. And once Mason ran back up, Miles like, you the one who tried to take my helmet off. You the one. So since you tried to take my helmet off, I'm going to take off on you. So we took off on him. I mean, luckily he got guys like Marquise to come through, you know, because one thing I do know about the Pouncy boys, they with it. And when I say they with it, they all the way with it. That's just how they rock. They right down the street from me. So, and I know how them boys rock. That's just what we do. I'll put it to you like that. But at the same time, you know, Mason got to understand it. And he got a younger brother. His younger brother, he's a stud. He played for Clemson, offensive lineman for Clemson. So he got to understand, man. He got to understand Miles' standpoint. Like, and I'm a still, and, I, and I'm a ride with my dogs. But for the most part, if you just see, he was trying to take Miles' helmet off at first. So what you think Miles is thinking in his head? Like we're recording this on Friday afternoon. So the NFL has made a decision to fine each organization $250,000, 
Miles Garrett is suspended without pay indefinitely. He is done for the year. Marquise Pouncey suspended for three games. Larry Ogunjobi is suspended for one game. All three are suspended without pay. Now, all three players could decide to make an appeal. They have three business days to file that appeal. Before we go any further, though, Ike, and I think this is really important to explain to the listeners as far as why the NFL has made the decision that it has, is that precedent matters in this scenario. A lot of people are wondering why Mason Rudolph hasn't had any punishment quite yet. Let me say one thing with that. Tom Pelissero, he's with the NFL Network, he's a reporter, has reported that the NFL will find Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph for his role in last night's brawl. But on its own, the scuffle that he had with Garrett before the helmets came flying off. The question you have to ask yourself is, is just that initial incident, which again, you could argue that he sparked it because it appeared that he was trying to rip Garrett's helmet off. Is that incident on its own worth a suspension? And right now, the NFL has decided no. However, additional discipline for the other players is forthcoming. And again, like Tom Pellicero reported, Rudolph will also face a fine for his role in last night's brawl. I mean, you know, the NFL, man, you know, they, I mean, I ain't even going to get into, it's a lot of abracadabra kind of rules. So for some instances, like, I feel like they'll let the fans and the media dictate. I do, instead of just standing firm and be like, man, this is what we're doing. But anyway, for Miles Garrett, I think he's going to appeal. He got three days. I think he's going to appeal. I don't know if it's going to be indefinite for this year, but I know he's going to try to appeal as he should. Mason Rudolph, he got fine. So, you know, that's, that's, they're going to stand on that. As far as like suspension the games, I don't think they're going to, you know, suspend, you know, Mason Rudolph, even though, even though he started the fight. Who else was in there? Pouncey get three games he's going to appeal, probably go down to one because he was protecting his quarterback. Who else got suspended? Joby faces one game now. Okay, so said- Joby, that's the one I didn't get. Why would you even push? You pushing him in the back does what? So he didn't even see you, but you pushed him in the back. So he wasn't a threat to you. So mm-hmm. that's, what, that's, that's, that's what I got to say to Joby. Like, you push Mason Rudolph in the back, why? That, that's my only question to him. Like, Joby. Why? Why did you push him in the back? To further your point, too, he pushes Rudolph in the back. He says afterwards he was trying to help out his teammate. If you were trying to help out exactly. your teammate, why, why you would have got he... the Castro off of him and you would have came when Pouncey came. If you were trying to help your teammate. That's what I see. That's how I look at it. We're in agreement there. So the reason why I said precedent matters in this circumstance, in 2006, Tennessee Titans player Albert Hainsworth, he stomped on Andre Giroud. Giroud needed 30 stitches. Hainsworth was suspended for five games. So if that happened back in 2006, this, this punishment that Garrett has, he can appeal. We'll see what the NFL decides with a potential appeals process moving forward. I don't see a way that this suspension is going to be lightened at all. Again, He's suspended for the remainder of the season, so the regular season. And if the Browns were to make the postseason, 
So Mark, this, from this, there this, we're not we're not sure if I, I would imagine he'll be back next year. So Mark, this we'll this see. how I look at it. Like Mark, if you're representing Miles, and you watch the whole video, because all we keep replaying is him swinging Mason's helmet on Mason's head. But if you watch it from the beginning, Mark, Mason tried to take that man's helmet off. It's just, all right, you swung first. And you swung to check the temperature. Now I'm swinging to knock you out. It's, it, it's a difference. You swung. See, you thought this was boxing. This is street fighting. All rules and bets are off. There is no referee. So since you tried to take my helmet off, which was a light punch, and you didn't, boy, when I take yours off, boy, it's going to be ugly. We keep looking at Mason as, as the victim, and Mason started this. So my question, I guess, is do you think Rudolph should be suspended for any games? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he, he started – he actually tried to take the man's helmet off. So, I See, mean, we're going to get to the point, and I'm sure I'm about to get a lot of clap back, and I really don't care. But he started it for one, and you got to understand, when you start a fight, you can't bully a bully. I'll put it to you like that. You can't bully a bully. You just got to understand, man, when you fight, you got to be 100% sure this is what you want to do. And no, nah, they wasn't fighting at the time, Mark, but, you know, he, he tried to take that man's helmet off first is what I wanted to say. I will have to respectfully disagree, Ike. If the situation never escalates, the question I think you have to ask yourself is, would Rudolph have gotten suspended because he wasn't able to take the helmet off? And say he is able to get Garrett's helmet off, it's not saying that he would swing Garrett's helmet at his head either. You, 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 don't, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know that. That's my whole thing, Mark. Why is you trying to take my helmet off? Put yourself in Miles Garrett's shoes. Why is you trying to take my helmet off? You're not to what? To inflict or hurt. That's how I'm looking at it. Do you disagree or agree? Here, here's the thing, though. If, if Garrett does not get Rudolph's helmet off, I don't think the situation escalates. No, 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 no. You, you still answer my question, Mark. If you're, if you're, if you're Miles Garrett, Mason, why are you trying to take my helmet off? I'll, I'll say this. I think it was, you know, in terms of Garrett hitting Rudolph initially on the pass. They got tangled up in a weird way. T tensions boil, but yeah, okay, I mean. So why are you trying to take my helmet off, though? There's nothing – we play football, and we run and we inflict pain with helmets on. Why is you trying to take my helmet off? I, I just think <laughs> if the situation does not escalate, and we, we agree, we, we don't know what would have happened if Rudolph would have gotten Garrett's helmet off. That no, 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 no. I, I, I didn't say that. I said put yourself in Miles Garrett's shoes and go through the situation, paint this picture – why is you trying to take my helmet off? At the same time, that doesn't give Garrett the right to, to then swing Rudolph's helmet. You know, just say, say we're in, uh, take this, you know, outside of football. Say we're in, uh, out on the street or in a bar or in some public place. If I bump into you on the street, that mm -hmm. doesn't give you the right to then, to then assault me. So that's, that's kind of how I look at this in terms no, of... You, you can't because it didn't happen. If I bump you into the street, and you say, excuse me? I'm like, you know what? You're right. All right, cool. If you, if you bump me in the street 
and you look at back at me like what like what you gonna do you can say what you want to say i'm taking off that's just that's just how we was raised in new orleans you bumped me matter of fact it, it used to be so bad in new orleans mark if i didn't know you and you just looked at me too long you know we taking off right there it's fight on sight that's just how it is so in miles case that's what i'm trying to say and you still ain't answer why is you trying to take my helmet off? You could have pushed me. You could have pushed me. You could have shoved me. You could have did anything else, but you trying to take my helmet off. So furthermore, I could have fought you, the one that was on the ground, Mason. I could have tried to fight the Castro, the one who was holding me back. But no, I remember that guy who was trying to take my helmet off. Let me turn the question back on you. So then why did, would Garrett take Rudolph's helmet off? Because he tried to take mine off. So this, this, the question is why? Why is you trying to take my helmet off? There is nothing peaceful about that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There's nothing, we're, we're, not about to, we're not about to shake hands. There's no peace treaty about to be signed if I'm losing and I had a bad game and I'm trying to take your helmet off. See, we're we, we missing all that. So why is you trying to take my helmet off? To, I, to snap a picture? <laughs> I think we can agree to disagree about the Rudolph suspension. I, I'll say this. I do think Rudolph should face some sort of disciplinary action. Now, whether that warrants a suspension, the NFL will determine. Or I, I do think at, the, at a minimum, he should be fined. I, I, I do think he should face some sort of disciplinary action. I don't know if a suspension goes to that point for this reason. I, I, why he's trying to take the helmet off, I, I don't know the answer to that question. But if he does try to just take the helmet off and he's just scrapping with Garrett and the situation does not escalate, are we even talking about this? That's the point I'm trying to make. See, is, <laughs> is why are you trying to take my helmet off and I'm talking like I'm Miles Garrett? Why are you trying to take my helmet off? Then... I got one of your homeboys on me that I'm not trying to fight back. Then you come rushing to me. It's, we keep, we keep, then you come rushing to me. So your homeboy holding me, you rushing it to me. My natural instinct is to defend myself. That's just my natural instinct. And you lucky I didn't take your helmet off while you was on the ground. Cause it could have been a whole different situation. Why you was on the ground. Because it could have been a whole different situation. I think something you said, Ike, right there is really important. You said Garrett was trying to defend himself. Do you think he really felt like he was in, in danger from Rudolph? Man. Because that's important. If he's trying to defend himself, that's important. It, and, that's, and that's my whole point. See, we keep looking at size. But we watch too much, too much boxing, too much MMA. Size do not matter it really doesn't and it's an old saying it ain't the size of the dog it's the fight in the dog so we keep looking oh he's 30 40 more pounds bigger he should no no by the end of the day if he felt like he was in danger this is what i'm gonna do so you do think that and we might not ever know the answer to this question you do right. think that garrett felt endangered by rudolph when Man. they got tangled up garrett relapsed Garrett relapsed because he saw the guy who tried to take his helmet off while he was on the ground was running back towards him. So, yeah, he swung with his helmet. And, I mean, you can't do that at a football game. But 
what if he would have what if he would have had a closed fist and would have connected with Rudolph? Take the helmet off. Take the take the helmet away. What if he would just would have closed fist him and broke his nose and knocked a couple of teeth out? We'll see. It's just a lot to unpack. I think something that's worth mentioning, Ike, is if the helmet hits Rudolph in the head if, the right way. Something- no, if the clothes if the clothes didn't helmet, see, Miles hit him with the open. So where you put your helmet on, he hit him with that part, the open part. If he would have if he would have hit him with the clothes, any part of the clothes, then it could have been ugly. Ike, let's go here. What do you do if this happens to your teammate? Let's start with Mason Rudolph. If this happens to your team, you're, you're Mason Rudolph's teammate, and this happens to one of your teammates, what do you do? We, I mean, I, this is, I mean, I remember when we, when we was in Cleveland, and Joey Porter got into it. Like, this is what we do. Like, we ain't even thinking about consequences. Our natural reaction is to go. It's green light. Like, once one of my teammates get into it, I don't care what the league say about getting off the sideline, staying in the box. I don't care nothing about that. Once I see my teammate getting into it, it's green light. It's go. So, yeah. I mean, what Pouncey did, that's how we played. That's what we would have did. Like, I'll serve my consequence. I'll talk about this later. But right now, this is the guy who's wearing my colors. This is the guy I got to defend, right or wrong, right or wrong, right or wrong. This is the guy I'm going to defend, and this is what I'm doing. So I'm going to throw this out on display for everybody else who play in the league. And I'm talking like Pouncey. I'm going to put this on display for anybody else. If one of my guys on offense gets to a rumble, y'all know I'm coming. So keep your head on the swivel. And I think Pouncey really gets the raw end of the deal here because whether he was trying to stop Garrett at the end, he's really just trying to protect his quarterback and trying to be a a good teammate. If I'm a coach or a GM or a teammate, he's really just trying to defend his player with when after Garrett had swung Rudolph's helmet at his head. To me, Pouncey really gets the raw end of the deal here with the three-game suspension and no pay. I think if he appeals, he might actually have the best case in terms of getting his his suspension reduced. I mean, for a ride or die guy, you would hope so. Because if I was a coach and I'm not, that's what I would want my players to do, to ride for each other, stick up for each other, right or wrong. That's what I would like. Ain't nothing fair. And I tell my kids this all the Ain't nothing fair. We're fighting. It ain't going to be a fair fight. Ain't nothing going to be fair. But on the NFL side, the corporate side of it, he came. The fight was already over in Mason charge, Miles. See, if Mason just would have stayed, stayed away. Yeah, my helmet off. I got one of my offensive linemen, DeCastro, on him. Referee's going to try to break it up. He's going to drop the helmet. We good. We're not looking at all these situations. But now I charged him. So helmets off, everything's done. We good. So now I charge you. Now I reopen the case. See, the case was closed. Cause Miles like, I got your helmet I won. Cause that's I got my prize possession. Cause that's what you try to take off of me. You try to take my prize possession off. 
but you didn't. I got yours. I won. And what Mason do? He get up and he run back towards <laughs> Miles to get his prized possession back. So what Miles do? Defend. Defend. I think that's where we agree to disagree to where, again, you mentioned the dog in the fight, not the size of the dog. To me, the big question is, is whether or not Garrett felt in danger. And that, Ike, I'm just, I'm just pointing out, that's where we agree to disagree. He had to. Mark, Miles, have you ever had a fight before? Of course. I'm sure you have. Of course. Okay. So anytime you're having a fight or you're out or you're with somebody, you always tell your homeboy, do not hold me because we fighting after this. Do not hold me. So this man had the Castro on him. He could have been fighting the Castro. Easy. Because by the end of the day, you can say you're trying to defend your quarterback, but your quarterback tried to take my prize possession off my head. That's what he tried to do. That's, that's exactly what he tried to do. So he tried to take my prize possession off my head I'm cooling down because I could have fought him. It could have been an easy mix with the Castro. That could have been easier. That could have been more easier than Mason Rudolph with the Castro. Because now you tell, don't touch me. I'm a grown man. Why is you touching me? This is between me and Mason. So don't touch me. But since you touching me, you about to get this. We about to go. We about to go to, we about to, go to McDonald's, man. You about to get this six-piece. I'm about to get this six-piece right here. Let's flip the question that I asked you. I asked you, what would you do if you're Rudolph's teammate? Let's flip the question now. What would you do if you're Garrett's teammate in this scenario? I'm all the way in. The bench is getting cleared. I'm clearing the bench. I'm clearing the bench. The whole bench getting cleared. The whole bench getting cleared. And I'm just saying this because this how we was in Pittsburgh back in the day. The whole bench getting cleared. The whole bench getting cleared. Everything getting cleared. Ain't nobody going to be playing on Sunday. Next Sunday, man, ain't nobody playing, man. Ain't nobody playing, but people they didn't got off the street. Cause the whole bitch, cause the whole bitch get it clear. That's how we rock it. That's how we rocked. It got to a point we said, I'm talking about when I played, when I got there as a rookie in my first like five years. It got to a point, Mark, where we just said, man, heck with it. We ain't fighting on the field because they're gonna break it up. We're gonna catch you. Everybody catch you. I catch you in Vegas, I catch you in Arizona, I catch you in Cal, I catch you in Miami. Just, just, just understand now, when I see you, ain't no peace treaty. Ain't no, since you want to act tough on the field, we got to that point. Like, once we got to that point, Mark, it was a wrap. Like, hey, bro, let's stop fighting on the field. Man, if somebody going to have their helmets on, then they going to try to look good for the girls and all that, be tough. Let's catch them off the field. So we got to that point, Mark, well, sure. <laughs> hey, bro, you remember? Oh, man, I was just, you know, nah. Nah, let's go. Come on, drop them. Let's go, drop your bags, let's go. And once that started to get around, it's like, man, leave them boys alone, man, because them boys ain't going to do nothing on the field. They're going to catch you off the field. Garrett's going to face, again, he's going to face his suspension. We'll see what happens to Rudolph. The reports that he'll be fined, as it stands right now, he is not suspended any games at all. So he's not due to miss any action again. The NFL could decide to implement more punishment as they continue to investigate, as they continue to look through footage. Miles Garrett has to know better, though, with this scenario. He's the wait, team's wait. best defensive lineman. 
Mark. He's tied for fourth in the league in sacks with 10. He's got to know better in this. They're up 14. The game's out of reach. The game's in hand. You've got to be more disciplined in this scenario. Mark, the guy who's trying to take my helmet off when I was on the ground came running towards me. Why? Now, he's, pissed, my first, he's, pissed so my, that he, my, he's pissed that he's lost the game. So who should who should control their emotions? Exactly. That's my point. Now, who should control their emotions? The guy who's pissed, the guy who's pissed off at me, who tried to take my helmet off on the ground, had a bad game through three picks. I'm sorry, through four picks, could have had five. Ward dropped one on the sideline. Yep. He's pissed off. And I get it, but that's not my fault. But I get you're gonna have some pretty bad games. If you play long enough, you you might have one or two more bad games like that. So the guy who tried to take my helmet off, I took his helmet off. Now I got his teammate walking me back, walking me back. So I'm getting escorted out the club. So you come out the club, now you trying, now you trying to come at me. I don't know what you're trying to do. So once you get the rush of me, I don't know what you're trying to do. I don't know what you're trying to do. Here's the thing, Ike. If what you're saying is true, why isn't Rudolph facing any kind of suspension right now? That's a good question. That's a good question. So, so my, did, did you see it from the, did you see it from the, from the beginning is what I'm asking. I've tried to watch as many different replays as I could before today. So, so you saw it from the beginning when Mason tried to rip his helmet off. Yes. It fails. Yes. It failed successfully. It he very, failed. He very nearly he, did, but he, he, he almost, did not. He, he almost ripped the man helmet off. Okay, so if he again, I mean, and this is kind of where <laughs> this is where we kind of our, our paths differ. If he rips Garrett's helmet off, is he gonna is Rudolph then gonna swing Garrett's helmet at his head? We don't know, but you 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 don't know, but I mean, Mark. Again, that that's that's my this, question. This, this, if, if Rudolph this, this, is this, is as much at fault as Garrett, why isn't Rudolph well, suspended at all? I don't know, but I. And this is him, why I said this at the top of the discussion. Him, I said precedent matters. Precedent matters because that on its own, Ike, that on its own, I don't even – I think it warrants a fine. I do think a fine is warranted. I don't know. I don't know if it warrants a suspension. It might. Well, well, okay, okay, okay. I, I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you – someone's I'll, helmet off doesn't – does, Take the helmet part out of it. Just take the helmet part. Clear your mind and take the helmet part out of it. Right? You running towards me means what? Just take the helmet. Just both of them got their helmet off. He just he just got his helmet ripped off. Mason running towards Miles means what in Miles' head? Here's the thing, too. I no 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 no. We, no, no, we, we no, don't no, know. No, what, oh. We don't know what they said either. So no no no. We uh, see they say action speaks louder than words. You ain't got to say nothing to show action. So your action is speaking. Your ass is so you think, but so you think Garrett felt threatened by Rudolph? I gotta defend. Yes, okay. I gotta. That's I got, I, that's where gotta, that that is where we disagree gotta, for the listeners. That's where I we disagree. Gotta, I gotta defend myself. Okay. okay, I got to see me and you. I'm trying to see where you, how you feel, where Mason wasn't wrong at. What? So you don't feel you don't feel Mason was wrong at trying to rip Garrett's head off. Me helmet off. If that happens in a no, game, no, no, take... no, 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 no,
answer the question. So you don't feel like it was wrong for Mason trying to rip Garrett's he helmet off? I go back yes to or precedent. No? I go back to precedent. No, 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 I go yes back or no. to precedent. You have to understand. I no, can't no, yes say, or no. I can't say yes or no because I need to explain. If I say yes or okay. no, this is where precedent matters. If Rudolph does successfully rip no, 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 that warrant a suspension? He didn't. I got, I, I, I got to go because with the Because this facts. doesn't escalate until he actually swings we, the helmet. We, we, we can't, we can't do what ifs if he would have ripped his helmet off. I'm sticking to what I saw I'm on video. I'm sticking to precedent. I'm sticking no. to what we've seen to okay. this point watching okay. football. Okay, so you, so what you saw was Mason try to rip Miles Garrett helmet off him, right? That's what you saw. Yes. Okay. So after that, you saw Miles rip Mason Rudolph helmet off of him, right? Yes. Okay. Now after that, you saw the Castro and a few teammates come to Miles Rudolph, I mean Mason Rudolph defense and escort him away from Mason Rudolph, correct? Trying I mean trying to break it up, trying to get in between, yes. You saw Mason Rudolph get up off the ground and rush towards Miles Garrett, correct? Well, yeah, the helmet came off at that point, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. That's, that's my, that's, <laughs> see. So see, why so, does he then it, swing the helmet? Why is you rushing me? Because you, your helmet, you your helmet. Get your helmet back. Your helmet is off. I got two bodyguards that's going to get my helmet back for me. I got two bodyguards that's going to get my helmet back for me. I'm going to walk my butt back towards the sideline. That's what I'm going to do. You have That's to be exactly. able to play with your helmet, though. Man, it's five, seconds, it's five seconds left in the game. I done threw four picks. What I'm trying, The golden what I'm, sombrero. The what golden I'm sombrero. Four interceptions. What I'm, what I'm playing for? Like, I can't wait to get out the stadium to fix this game, to see what I did wrong. And that's my whole point. The man probably was very frustrated. And I'm talking Mason Rudolph. Cause I've been there before, so the man, the man was all the way frustrated. It don't take much for me to, huh, any little thing, man. I'm, I'm blowing the top off. I'm blowing the top off. So first of all, okay, do do you agree on this? That from what you saw, see, cause you like you like to justify. You, you like to put stuff in there. <laughs> I can see from what you saw, did my did Mason Rudolph start this fight? Yeah, I mean. I'm, we, we both agree from what off what off we seen, what we seen. We just saying we just going off what we seen. I think both players got tangled up. Again, we don't know what they said at all no, no, either. No, no, we, no. we don't know. We don't know. It ain't it ain't we don't it know ain't. Ike, we don't know the answer to that question. We don't and Mark, know. I just say it's just like having a girlfriend and you keep telling her you love her, but your actions speak differently. Nothing has to be said for you to actually see it. So what did you see? First, Mason try to take Miles Garrett helmet off, right? I think both players initially were trying to he was they were trying to get off the ground and they were tangled in a way that really that couldn't happen. <laughs> you didn't see that. That 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 didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't happen. That didn't happen. It we're was going in circles was, here. No, no, we're not. No, we're not. No, because you you can look on screen right now. Cause I can look right now and see. Right now, we see that Miles tackled Mason. Mason trying to rip the man's helmet off. You can see it clear as day as I. Clear as day. Clear as day. Boy, Yahoo, a mother, mother. See, we, we keep trying to justify for Mason.
then why is he facing any kind of suspension? That's, again, I feel like I'm a broken record. I think this is why you have to go back to precedent. Um, yeah, so, and I told you earlier in this show, the, the NFL, when it comes down to certain things, they, they make up rules. It's, it's abracadabra. It's on the go. I'm going to make up a new rule on the go with certain things. I'm going to make up a new rule on the go. Let me ask you this, Ike. If you think that Rudolph should be suspended, what would be a fair suspension for him? I think he should get two games. And the reason why I think he should get two games is from what I saw, not what was said, since you like to talk about what was said. I'm talking about from what I saw, Mark. From what I saw, Mark, Mason trying to rip the man's helmet off. One, didn't do it. So retaliation, the retaliation was Miles ripping Mason's helmet off. Now, after that, Miles gets escorted. And what Mason gets up off the ground and runs towards Miles. To try to get his helmet. The first thing he goes for is the helmet. Nah. No, he didn't. You can't tell me that you would be happy if someone ripped your helmet off, that you wouldn't want to try to get it back. If he was trying to get his helmet, he would have went on the other side because his helmet was in his right hand. So Miles swung over the Castro. Swung over. Was you trying to get your helmet or was you trying to get a sneak in? You were trying to get a sneak in or you were trying to get your helmet? Which one you was trying to do? It's how I look at it. I don't know. We can go back and forth on this one, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I see, I see what you're saying. Was he wrong? Yes. But at the same time, you got to understand what Miles is probably thinking. Because I'm just trying to put my head, myself in Miles' head. Now is as good time as any. If you're interested in advertising or becoming a presenting sponsor of the Believe in Steelers podcast with Ike Taylor and Mark Bergen, please contact the Believe Podcast Network at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com, B-L-E-A-V.com. Okay, so you think that Rudolph should be suspended two games. I know a lot of Steelers fans might want to see that after a four-interception performance by Rudolph last night. Yet again on Twitter, NFL fans love the backup quarterback. People are calling for Duck Hodges to come in, and I'll say this. Rudolph didn't really have a whole lot of time to throw, and the Steelers had several injuries. Without James Conner, who got injured in the game, Benny Snell wasn't playing, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson got hurt. hurt. Yeah, Yeah, he was down bad. From what it's worth, Mason Rudolph was just, he had, he had guys like, not guys like, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but, you know, he was down, he was down bad like I was. They were going to have to put a few corners playing receivers over there. You know, they were going to have to put, you know, Minka, Minka and Joe Hayden over there. They, you know, at like, one point, had to call a timeout just because their receivers were gassed. The Steelers had to call a timeout at one point to make sure their receivers could recoup to then run another play because they were down so many players during Thursday night's game. Yeah, and but it, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he had a bad game. He was down bad with receivers throughout the game. He already came into the game shorthanded at the running back situation. So now, James Conner wind up still hurting himself. He couldn't play for the duration of the game. Juju get hurt. Deontay get hurt. So now you just all the way down back. So really, you just playing with two really other receivers except for tight ends. And if you want to put a running back coming out of the backfield, he's a receiver. So 
you down bad. But at the same time, you threw four clean picks, like four clean picks. I'm not talking about well, one one of them, the ball did get tipped. That was a good play. And, you know, Burnett wound up catching the tip ball. But the rest of them was clean, clean picks, clean picks. So, I mean, for Mason, man, you just going to have a game or two or three like that. That's, that's just how it is. It's just I can understand the frustration from Mason Rudolph because, man, you five and four. It's a divisional game. You're controlling your destiny, and you want to put a stamp or a blueprint or your mark on I can be that guy for this organization. Because now that would have put us at six and four. Still would have been in a wild card race. So you got teams like the Colts, who you beat head to head. So you're still in the race. You're still in the race. Now this kind of puts you out of the race. So now, now you're depending on Instead of you controlling your own destiny, you're depending on somebody else's fate, which is something you don't want to do. As far as him having a bad game, that's just how it is, man. You, you're going to have them bad games. Then if you, if you go even deeper, Mark, like how you were saying, man, I was down bad, man. I, my, own, my only really true starters was my offensive lineman, if you think about it, you know? So the guys I need on the outside, they hurt, they down bad, and they young as well. All of us really learning, you know, all of us learning. So it's like, it's like many count for us, but we're in a regular season. And mark your calendars for December 1st. That's the next time the Steelers will play the Browns. The game will be played at Heinz Field in Pittsburgh. It was chippy on Thursday night, but I am fascinated to see how the rematch with this game unfolds, considering what we saw on Thursday night. Ike, did you see this? People on Twitter this morning were confusing Mason Rudolph with Kyle Rudolph, believe of the Minnesota Vikings. Wow, and so wow. people, on, people on Twitter were getting confused because they were tagging the wrong, the wrong player. Kyle is the whole tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And people were, people, people were, in his, were blowing up his mentions being like, you know, with really what we just did with the back and forth of, you know, I can't believe that this happened or, you know, if you're support him or whatever, but I thought that was pretty hilarious. I want to go back to one thing you said too. It wasn't just the four interceptions with Rudolph. It was the turnover battle overall. Steelers had four turnovers. The Browns did not turn it over at all. I thought third and fourth down conversions also told the story of this game. The Steelers were two for 11 on third down, 0 for three on fourth down. Browns also controlled time of possession for nearly 34 minutes in this game as well. They seem to be in control for the vast majority of the game. You know why? There's two names I want to mention. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. And I think we talked about this. We talked about this on Monday. Yes, sir. MB. And I think we both agreed if Freddie Kitchens go through those two guys first, even though you got the Ferrari and you got the Rolls Royce on the outside, Man, you still, huh? If it's bad weather, if it's bad weather and it's flooding outside, you gotta bring that F three fifty truck out. You you gotta have that Chevy come out of the garage, and that's how you, it's it's an everyday durable car. Your Fords, your Chevys, your trucks, meaning your Nick Chubbs, your Kareem Hunts, they everyday durable trucks. 
everyday durable players, good running backs, make third down shorts. But when you want to drive your Ferraris and Lambos all day, first of all, the maintenance is going to be sky high. One. Two, you can't, two, you can't drive them <laughs> every day. You can't drive them things every day. Who are the Ferraris so, you're talking about, Ike? Jarvis and, uh, <laughs> and OBJ. You got the Ferrari and you got the Lambo. Them two. Then you, then you got your two, you got your two trucks in the backfield with Kareem and, and, and Nick Chubb. Them the guys, your offense have to go through them first. Chubb is the first player in the NFL with a thousand yards rushing this season. He Quite, quietly. Quite, now we've been talking about Christian McCaffrey, and you know I love me some Aaron Jones for Green Bay. Lord, I feel like he's the best all around, all around back. I, I saw I saw you've been going back and forth on Twitter with uh, with some of your followers yeah. uh, on that discussion. I feel like he's the best all – I'm talking about a running back who can tote the ball and actually line up as a receiver and catch the ball. He's one of a kind. He's one of, he's one of a few that can do it. But getting back to what you were saying, huh, when the last time they had a 1,000-yard running back this fast. But that's Nick Chubb, though. I mean, a 1,000 yards this early, like, phew. <laughs> That's letting you know, man, this should be your game plan every week. Now you got two of them boys. I mean, they should have won by more than 14, considering the talent that they have and how decimated by injuries Pittsburgh was. So what do you chalk it up to? Because we, we talked about it in our last podcast saying the Browns have talent offensively with all the players that you had already named. So what's the problem? And you could point to penalties which they lead the league in penalties and penalty yards by a considerable margin, too, goes back to coaching. The fact that this was only a 14-point game, considering how the game actually unfolded, was unbelievable to me. Seeing as a player, I would disagree because a win is a win. So by the end of the day, I don't care if we won by two, one, or three points. As long as that W is on the left-hand column after the game, that's how we get paid. We get paid off a win. We don't get paid how we won or how, how many points you thought we should have won by. We get paid off a wins, period. You see how Cleveland plays in a game like they did on Thursday night, and it kind of makes sense when, look, I always like looking at the odds. I can, here's why. It's a likely indicator of what's going to happen. It's not meaning that it will happen, but it's likely what's going to happen. The odds makers had the Browns, as the favorite to win the AFC North at the start of this season. And they're at four and six right now. Even after a win last night, they're still on the outside looking in. And now, and this is the point, this is why I brought up with Garrett that he's got to know better. The Browns have a weaker back half of their schedule. It's one of the Correct. weakest in the NFL. I agree. I agree. It's one of the weakest in the NFL. And they have no margin for error. They don't have their defensive lineman for the rest of the season if his mm -hmm. suspension holds. That's cool, but, you know, next man up. So I, I, I get all that. It, it's just like, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly. You can't replace Miles Garrett, though. He's the number one overall pick. I mean, that's, that's cool, but that's just like Miles getting hurt. So let's just say we just put Miles on IR. As a DC, as a defense coordinator, now I'm about to really make my money. See, we're missing all this. We're just looking at a player. We're missing all this. So now I'm about to make my money. Now I'm about to get, now I'm about to get funky with it. Now I'm about to show you, like, it's a plug and play. The Browns yeah, yeah, are yeah. not. The Browns are not going to make the playoffs. Probably even regardless, even if Garrett 
were so that, were not suspended for the rest of the season. So this, this they're not breaking. Up. They're not breaking the longest active playoff drought in the NFL this season. Oh, oh. It, it ain't gonna happen with the so hole that they've about? dug themselves. So so what we talking about? Because are we are we talking about the points they won by? Because technically, technically, when you take the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hand, and he had no turnovers. That's gonna help you. When you run the ball, that's gonna help you play action pass. Just ask Jarvis and OBJ that because they had a few passes where they were wide open. So I'm trying to see, Mark, where are we hit? Are we talking about how they won or they're not making the playoffs? How they won, because the talent that the Browns have, you get Mason Rudolph, the receivers that Cleveland had, or the running backs that Cleveland had, the fact that this was only a 14-point game, I understand the player's perspective as a W is a W. Oh, so I see what you're doing. You're a style guy. You're looking at style points. You're looking at style points, Mark. You're a style guy. You you ain't you don't want the black and white. You like the gray a little bit. You like the gray area. But talent, yeah. man, we all and I get it. I get it. Talent doesn't mean anything. You 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 keep saying talent, and you know what? I'm glad you said this because you keep saying talent, and this this how they should have won. Do we ever really talk about New England having talent? No, no. You 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 never say, oh, this is the you one of the you most talented. You don't think Gronk, or you don't think. Edelman, or you don't think? I mean, the the nah. season Randy Moss had back in the day. You don't. You only name. You only name it talent. Talent. You looking up and down the roster. Talent. Okay. First off, R.I.P. Aaron Hernandez. We didn't know. We really knew nothing about Gronk until Aaron Hernandez started getting in trouble. Right or wrong. Right or wrong. You know what? We're opening up a can of worms. I don't know if we want to go down. No, you you know what? I'm going to make it easy for you. I'm going to tell you, as a defense coordinator, when we played New England, when they had both, who we were to watch and who we felt like the threat was. And I think Grunt would agree. When you got a man who can play, first of all, he was your third-string quarterback. And I'm talking about RIP Aaron Hernandez. Running back, receiver, tight end. I'm going to say this to you again. Quarterback, running back, receiver, tight end. I'm gonna say it to you one more time. <laughs> one more time. And I'm just going off of our game plan when when they had the two. Who was the who was the most threat? <laughs> this man who can play running back, receiver, and your third string quarterback. Please look it up. Please, please, please. Doesn't Belichick not keep a third-string quarterback? Is, isn't he notorious for just keeping two? Because um, it's like I'm, if you have to get to the third stringer at that point, you're kind of you're kind of yeah, doomed either way. Yeah, I'm just I'm just letting you know the talent. I'm just saying the talent. I mean, he only had one season with Randy Moss. He only had one season with Randy Moss, and and we keep talking about Edelman like we forgot like Troy Brown was there. I mean, you 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 want you want to you like. Okay, Edelman, but what about Troy Brown? He played offense and defense. So that does in, – in the NFL. I'm not talking about in high school where you got to go both ways. So, okay, I really didn't know anything about Wes Walker at Miami. You put Wes Walker into New England system. Oh, Wes Walker becomes a Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl guy. So, I'm just saying, Danny, Amendola. I mean, I'm just saying I'm – just, I'm just saying – that's how good Tom is. You put any, anybody around Tom, anybody. Because usually, Wes, Amendola, Edelman. 
I think they play – some play lacrosse, some play quarterback in college. Okay, when y'all get to New England, y'all going to play receiver, right? And I think New England New England has two other young first-rounder receiver from what that is, Arizona State. I think the other two, I think one was working at a restaurant <laughs> and the other guy played quarterback at NC State. But we're talking about talent. But all New England do is win without that kind of talent. I guess the point, you know, you said a win is a win. Yeah, well, Browns' last right. win, the Browns' last win over the Pittsburgh night. Steelers. Well, before last night, okay, October twelfth, twenty fourteen. So got, it had been. What, that ain't got nothing to do with two thousand nineteen. It, 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 it had been a long time since Cleveland had beaten Pittsburgh. Okay, a so long time. Now they erased it. <laughs> now, so December now one. I cannot wait for December first because it, it, it's going to be. I'm telling you, December first. If Freddie Kitchens have that same game plan, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubbs, it would be the same kind of result. So you're you're on board that Freddie Kitchens is still going to be employed by that point, okay? Yeah, that, this last win saved him. It gave him life. This last win gave him life. The reason the reason why I said I'm really not trying to uh, pull a low blow there. There were several Browns coaches that had gotten fired after mm-hmm. playing the Steelers. I think it was something like seven in a row. They had a stat during last night's game that was pretty incredible talking about the continuity between uh, that the Steelers have had and the number of coaches that – Yeah, 16. Had. Yeah, the yes. Browns, had, the Browns yes. had 16. Pittsburgh had three in the past, like, yes. 40 years. Yes. I mean, and that starts at the top, Mark. Like, it just – it starts – it starts with the Roonies. They don't, they don't let the outside dictate, you know? And they understand, like – we're going to have a growing pain season. This might be a growing pain season. I mean, this coach, and the season still ain't over with. So this coach, Tomlin's 13th season, and the man hasn't had a losing season yet. Under coach Bill Kyle, I think he did 13 also. 13, 15, 15, something, something. I could be off. The man only had one losing season. More than a decade. We'll, we'll okay, leave it okay, at that. More, more than a decade. More than a decade. Yeah. Only had one losing season. So, they stick to their script, man. They don't let nobody dictate. And I think, you know, you can just look at Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore always been in the hunt because, for the most part, they stick to the same script. And we ain't even going to talk about Belichick. Belichick been there forever. You know what I'm saying? So, and another team, that, like Dallas got a lot of talent. But they sitting at 5-4. and You know, so talent doesn't do nothing. Like, I don't care about talent. We... We had, we had talent all over our team, and we lost. We lost. I mean, Antoine Randall, Hans Ward, Plexico Burris, talent. You want to talk about Ferraris and Benzes, talent. See, people forget we had the Bugatti boys. You know who the Bugatti boys was for us? Antonio Brown, Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Wallace. Talent. Didn't win. Couldn't. Didn't win. Didn't win. So, with a quarterback who was in his prime, we talking about talent, but that don't mean you're going you're gonna to get the W all the time. Like, you just got to have that certain kind of bond. And, we, and you know, we, I think we both agree. Everything starts with Coach Freddie Kitchens. And, I, and I've said this, like, he got to be the dad, not the homeboy. You know? when you Because by the end of the day, even though we're a grown man, we still like to be disciplined and have some kind of structure. And we like to know who's in charge. 
for him, if he could just stick to the script, man, like you said, they, they schedule ain't, they got an easy little schedule on the back end. I ain't gonna say a vacation kind of schedule, but a staycation. <laughs> let's, say, let's say staycation kind of schedule on the back end. So we'll see. Two things the Browns cleaned up last night, which I think really helped them. Three for three in the red zone. The team had its struggles the week before against Buffalo, trying to score the football in the red zone. And then again, I mentioned this earlier, the turnover battle. Cleveland did not turn the ball over once in last night's game. And I thought that was absolutely huge. I want to go to Taylor talk, though. I kind of, you know, backtracking a little bit here with the brawl. I, I asked you before we started recording the show, you know, if you had any kind of similar situation happen at all. And, and I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, preseason. You know, we go to New York, and uh, I just, I mean, my excuse is, is horrible, but that's just, how, that's just how it was. You know, coming from New Orleans, like, that's all we did was fight. And, and one of the main reasons you fought coming out of New Orleans, like, it was called eye contact. So eye contact could get your natural beef. I mean, if I ain't know you, you ain't know me. Man, we fighting on sight. If we look at each other, we catch this eye contact, we fighting on site right now, like right now. That's just how it was. Like not looking was a sign of respect. Looking into my eyes and not knowing me was you calling me a punk, basically. I mean, it was ignorant. It was ignorant at the time. And I, I can admit to that, but I mean, that's all you knew. That's just how you raised. Now at the same time, you know, me and Akeem Nix, we didn't say a word to each other before the game. Nothing was never, nothing was never said. He was blocking. It was a run play. He was, he was blocking. He was blocking me. And we got off the block. The referee blew the whistle. And the king didn't say nothing. He just, and he'll tell you, like, what sparked that? And he'll tell you to this day, like, I don't even know. But for me, you know, and I, I told, and I apologize to my teammates because I think that was like the first quarter. Coach was like, man, Coach T was hot. Coach T was mad as hell. Coach T was mad as hell. It was like, man, what's up? I said, man, he just looked at me some kind of way and I felt disrespected. And they said, what? He just looked at you? I said, man, he just looked at me some kind of way and I felt disrespected. It was like, <laughs> let's get this dude head checked. But that's how we was raised, Mark. So they... They kicked both out. I know they kicked me out. How much did the $10,000 fine, is that, is that just how, how pissed were you with the, with the fine afterwards? Got it a pill. I think I got it a pill and I got, no, nah, you know what? I tried the pill. They said, whatever. They said, whatever. Because that was like, clearly, you started all this, which I did, which I did. But, you know, since then, I ain't never, I, have, I ain't never get kicked out another game. But yeah, that, that was just me relapsing and just going back in the street mode. So even in a preseason game, your head coach is also not happy with you either. Oh, so, man. I mean, because this, this happened just for the listeners. This happened in August 2010. So just to kind of give you a Correct. picture in terms of when this happened. Coach T. And Coach T is my guy. Like, me and Coach T more like homeboys than, you know. But he was hot. Mark, he was I really he he's really never been that mad at a player like how I saw he was mad at me. Is he one of those coaches where he seems to have just a really, really calm demeanor most of the times, but when he does get mad, it's 
the apps, it's horrifying just because he's usually pretty even keel. Yeah, even when he's mad, he's calm. But you feel it. You can, you can feel it come out of him. Like, he don't have to yell. You can just, his voice deepens, and you can just feel that energy like, oh, man, this dude, he'll mad as hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he's one of those guys. Next up for the Steelers. Steelers will play the Bengals on November the 24th. It will be at Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati. The Bengals are winless so far. Cincinnati will take on the Oakland Raiders on the road this weekend ahead of that AFC North battle. Ike, is there anything else you want to get to before we sign off here? I just want to thank everybody who's been listening to the B-League between me, myself, and Mark Bergen. Continue to listen. Continue to rate for us. Continue to hit them five stars, man. Them five stars been looking good. That's like going to good hotels. That's like having good service. We, we trying to give y'all good service and good insight on this Believe podcast. So keep clicking us five stars. I appreciate all the views and the listeners for, for paying attention and giving us whether it's 30 seconds or the whole time. We appreciate y'all listening. So that's what I want to say to the views and the listeners, Mark. Yes, rate, review, and subscribe. Again, thank you to our listeners. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thanks for listening to the Believe in Steelers podcast. We'll see you next week. So long, everyone. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.